All right, we are live. Welcome to the episode four of Derp Talks. Today, my guests are my wife, Joanne Chang, and then we got Alex Baumgartner and Charlene Lee. Uh, great thing, good thing here is that um, that I grew up with Alex. I've known Alex since I was uh, eleven or twelve. Eleven or twelve. Eleven. Eleven or twelve. You were eleven. No, we were both eleven because it was. November, I think. Wow, to the month. I think I started two months of fifth grade and then we had to move and I cried. And then I came to the new school where you were at and your birthday is March. So yeah, we're 11. I think in fifth grade? Mm-hmm. Or we're 10 in fifth grade. No, we're 11. Yeah, 11. So I've known Alex that long, uh, 33 now, so then 22 years. Met Charlene, Charlene's Alex's wife um, in college. And. Um, the interesting thing, the, the reason why I asked them to be on this podcast today is because when we announced that Joanna and I were pregnant to them after the first trimester, first three months of pregnancy, they announced, or they, they disclosed to us that they had the exact same due date to us. So that was very significant to us. It's been great going through the pregnancy with them. And we're here to reflect on the past. Where, where, where what? How far are we traveling from, from due date? Um, seven. Seven months? We're seven months into the pregnancy. How, Is so it seven and a half or what? Yeah, so I think it's eight months. No. Yeah, eight Wait, really? 33 weeks? Yeah. Wait, we're 33 you weeks. check that. Oh, while you're checking the app here. Yeah, so we only got like a month and a half left. Huh? So, so we want to talk Shit. about the pregnancy. <laughs> you don't even know where you're at. I know. You can <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even answer your question. First what was of your all. question? Because they, <laughs> they, they, they asked for, yeah. Wait, what was well, it? Well, you can talk about that how too, far, though. How, far, uh, how, how, many, how many more days till the. Till 33 the, weeks. So, 33 weeks. Still, still didn't answer your original didn't question. Did I say When's that? How coming? many months? Oh, January. Yeah, but how, how much more oh. time left? One and a half months. Yeah. Okay. So we got one and a half months left. Anyways, let's go back. Let's go back to that day. Okay. So we were we were we're went to the movies. That was a good day. We sat down, had dinner, and before the movie, Ant Man and the Wasp. But let's talk about we we were so excited. Like we passed the first trimester, and I was so excited because. The year before, some people know that we, we went through a miscarriage. It was great, whatever, water on the bridge. We're here now, we got Ella coming in January. But, so I was so excited after the first trimester. I was like, all right, I'm having dinner with Alex and Charlie. I'm gonna tell them for sure. And this is like literally like hours after the first trimester. So we announced it. I can tell How did we announce story. it again though? We were just, oh, I was, Joanne yeah. just came back from Europe and I was just like, oh, Joanne couldn't carry any luggages. And, uh, because she's pregnant and then you guys are like a little weird in your reaction but but wa- tell me what you guys were going through like what you're like Charlene I looked at your face first and I could tell something was weird <laughs> and then what were you thinking at that time well I was like I remember when Alex and I were in the car we were like are we gonna tell anyone we're pregnant and then I forgot what the actual well we weren't gonna tell anyone at that point and then um because our my brother Frank, you guys know Frank oh, and Amanda yeah. just went through it, and then um, we kind of like picking up on stuff they did, and we just kind of thought we wouldn't tell people at least for the time being. Well, because we haven't told we hadn't told family yet either. Oh right? yeah, that too. Yeah. 
We hadn't told anyone. Yeah, we hadn't told our parents or your parents. Yeah. Was Juno here, Frank and Amanda's baby? Was Juno born here? Yeah, Juno yeah. was born already. He was like three months or so. Mm -hmm. And then when you were saying, like right when you were saying it, I was like hitting Alex in the thigh under the table. Cause I was like, oh shit, this is crazy. Yeah, so we were sitting like just like this, I think when we were at a high table. So we had all this space to play with under the table. And then she started, we started hitting each other's legs kind of like this. But it was obviously really obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and then- To um, you. What were you thinking, Alex? Well, I didn't want to tell you, you didn't I didn't want to say anything because it's like- um, Did you guys want to tell us or no? I mean like after we announced- No. It, I mean, I was, I was hitting him because I was like, we should just tell him because this is like crazy. Well, that yeah. and that's why my my oh, my oh, question yeah. right af off the bat. I didn't even react because I was like, I inside I was reacting, so I should have been more excited. Sorry, but then, <laughs> but then my second question right after you guys yeah. told us was like, when do you guys do? Like that was like my immediate question because I wanted to see when. I remember specifically yeah. you guys were like both of you guys like wait when's the do that wait when's the do that you guys kept asking us so we were like talking about something else but <laughs> wait when's the do that and then mm -hmm. and then what you said January I forgot 19 or 20 yeah I said yeah and then and then you guys finally just finally what announced it I thought there were like three things it was like oh you're pregnant so that was the first thing then I think you talked about the trimester and then you're like, oh, we oh. just finished the first trimester. And you're like, oh crap, oh, yeah. like, that's no, us too. Oh yeah, you said that and in, then in it the was... thing. You're like, we just finished our first trimester. And you're like, when's the due date? Then yeah, yeah. And then, and then that's when then I you asked both it. said, I think Joe, you said the 19th, you said like the 21st or 22nd. And then by that time, we kind of were like, really hitting each other on the table. <laughs> and then, How many times? Because I remember it was time. like- He has yeah. a bruise. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I don't. I think we were kind of lipping it to each other. Like, let's just, or yeah. something and then we just I think we did oh and then that's the whole when's your due date joke how we oh, say that yeah. to other people yeah. and then we made you tell us again like a couple times to really like break or make sure it was silent and like oh when's your due date wait when's your due date and then and but then I feel like said, your delivery was like yeah really, it was way off no it was good oh. you said something and you were like oh wow that's cool because like he said something really like we're pregnant too yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So joe's chase was like no <laughs> yeah i guess it, and then yeah i was like oh well we're our baby's due on the 20th and then yeah it was good yeah and then i remember after the movie um well we were gonna go meet steve and, and then you guys were like yeah we're not gonna we're gonna we're not gonna tell spaghetti steve so we had to <laughs> <laughs> oh he watched it too right yeah, yeah okay. He met up after. I remember, and then later. he left, and then, um, yeah, I guess that's why it was kind of special. Like, it was kind of a secret again, and then, uh, I think they were kind of wearing jean jackets or something together, too. Yeah, and I, I snapped and then, a picture yeah. of that. I got a, I got a, um, and then you're, a document. Yeah, that was really cool. Oh, that was a jean jacket thing. Yeah, and then Fred was, like, posted it or something, or he said something like, oh, twins, but then, like, it was really because, like, they're oh, yeah. pregnancy twins. <laughs> but then it was, like... They both had jean jackets on. So I think no one knew at that point that you guys were both pregnant on the same Does day. Does Spaghetti Steve know that we knew, we found out that day? Yeah, I told him oh. like, when we told him, like, I was like, oh. we, I told Shana and Alice that day, and he's like, 
Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> yeah. They probably should have just told him, huh? Uh, he would have felt really special. I think, but you guys weren't ready. Yeah, I was. I was. Our we fault. probably weren't even really ready. I was just too excited. Like, oh, we passed that day. Oh yeah, I'm starting telling everyone. Oh, <laughs> ready to tell. People. It was probably dangerous for us to to, to, to tell people. But. Someone, one of your friends knew. And I think you guys were the first to know just because of that situation. But I think one of your coworkers knew or something. Sadie, didn't she? Because you guys were. Co-workers oh, yeah. and she had to know or something. Yeah, no, yeah. I I was just When I was working at that the coffee shop it flooded and I was like in this like crazy, you know, I was like I Can't be like smelling all because it was in the basement and it was like moldy and stuff and I was like I can't like smell this stuff and I'm the only manager and I just found out I'm pregnant and she was like Wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I just found out I'm pregnant. She's like, this is really sad circumstances that you're telling me but I'm really happy for you and then it was like this whole thing so it was just like you two and then like I think you guys met her she was the other manager of the Bluestone Lane like the one on Market Street then Charlene managed the other one Mm -hmm. so they would have to like you know work together a lot yeah Yeah. she was really cool but she moved back to Australia oh that one okay yeah cool yeah cool was was, so I never really checked in with you guys what was the like um, your first trimester, how'd that go? Was it just seamless and up until then? Any Anything crazy that you can share? Because we never even talked about that. Like, it's just been such a rush. Yeah. No? It's just... I mean... I, I mean, my crazy, I don't know, you were fine, but I think our crazy pregnancy story is that we had that Costa Rica trip. So we were really trying to like, we were really trying to like get it in before leaving because oh, we wanted- Oh, didn't, you didn't go to Costa Rica. I so hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> trying so hard. To almost like probably, that's why we probably didn't get pregnant before the, that trip was because I was like a little stressful because I was FOMO, you know, I wanted to be with the guys at Costa Rica. Yeah. Trying so hard, like, oh, we got the what, uh, ovulation kit and everything. Yeah. Like, just going. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was more of the funny thing. They were like really trying. Oh, and then it happened. But then the way she found out was really hilarious, too. Oh, about yeah. With the pregnancy strips. And then yeah, so. You tell Alex or what, what happened? Well, I kind of told you in a stupid way, but I, I accidentally found out because Teresa had given me her box of ovulation strips. And then I knew he was gonna go to Costa Rica, so we're like, F it, should we try? And then we were trying a little, like, not like furious. Yes, furious. we were. Well, how long I don't think so. Before the Costa Rica trip? Not at all, but then we knew that it was April. And so if we knew if I'm going to Costa Rica, most likely, you know, you're not gonna wanna try afterwards for like six to nine months. Yeah. So we tried for one month, like 20 days. Yeah, but like, but in, but in, yeah, but furiously, I would say. (laughs) Yeah, but if you think about what I mean is like to get like people try for like years or one year. Oh, yeah, I know, but I mean, in that time, we were definitely trying. Oh, yeah. So you guys only tried for one month. That's like that's about yeah, but then, but then, but then her story is pretty funny. Okay, so then Teresa gave me the ovulation strips, and I was like trying to read up on it, and like I'm so bad at that. that stuff like I just don't know like women anatomy or anything and it was like I remember reading this thing that was like oh you ovulate 11 days before your period and then I was like okay I should start trying to pee because it's like about 11 days before my period because my period was also like irregular so then I was like 
trying a couple days and it said and it was like those ones did you guys have the ones that were like two lines or smiley face or which one <laughs> okay those are so confusing right no yeah you oh. know that's sometimes like <laughs> yeah. okay so like i peed a, a like maybe a couple days before and i was like i don't know what this means and then and then it I, it looked like i was like close to ovulating but i wasn't yet because the lines were confusing so i was like okay so i think we tried whatever and then it was like a couple days went by and i kept kind of trying it was like it said i was ovulating but it was like still light like very not and then you know how the box has like pink and then there's blue ones there's a or there, there's the blue ones and then there's pink and then the blue ones are the ovulation strips and then there's some that are pink that are pregnancy strips yeah. and so i just kind of kept it by the toilet so then i was like oh i'm peeing i should get one so i grabbed it one day and it was like four days or something i had been just testing them out and they were confusing to me so i grabbed one and i pee and then i was like oh this is a pink packet put it away and i was like let me grab some blue ones and so i kept peeing on them <laughs> Cause I was like, okay, and then I like gave it the amount of time it's supposed to sit, you know, and then I was like, it's like why, why are the blue ones saying that I'm not ovulating now? It's already been like four or five days I was supposed to be ovulating, mm -hmm. and then I look at the pink one. I was like, wait, what the fuck? I was like, wait, this says I'm pregnant, but I'm supposed to be ovulating. I like and did not compute. It did, I did not <laughs> compute it, and then I remember like I was like, wait, and so the next day I got pregnancy tests and I peed on like six sticks or something. No, like maybe maybe three. Yeah, or something. maybe one. No, I I definitely <laughs> did like more than one. Okay, and they were all positive. And they said positive. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. You're in so much denial and you didn't want to be that you did three yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this could be wrong. Let me try another one. And then, yeah, it is said. And I was like, I remember going to my sister later on. And I was like, I just, and I still didn't get it. I was like, I don't know why, but the ovulation strip still didn't say I was ovulating. She's like, it's because you were pregnant. You weren't ovulating anymore. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. It was really confusing. And how'd you tell Alex? Oh, I peed on the stick and then I showed him the stick. He like put it on his lip. Well, what did I do? Lip I think I think in the bed, but we weren't sleeping no, you were before bed or something. You had a uh, computer doing work. Uh, and then I was like, I just went like this, I think, and I showed him. He was like, whoa, cool. And then it was like, that was it. Cool. I'm going to sleep now. Right? <laughs> I'm tired. That was kind of nice. Is that what you guys did? What's your story? No, nah, it was nothing crazy. It was just mm. like... I didn't remember you were here, and what I was just, I, yeah, and I just found out myself. I was testing it like a few months and for I, the ovulation, the strips. For yeah, yeah, mm. for that, and then, um, and then I found it out, and I just like, um, I'm just like uh, running upstairs, and then ding ding, and then I didn't say anything, and she said, "You pregnant?" Yeah. Oh, you what, said it. Pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We didn't show him okay. anything. Yeah. He just knew. Anyways, well, so so we so we passed first trimester. Wasn't it cool? Kind of just like telling everybody. Um, like the first person we told was Sunny. Oh really? Oh, together. Yeah, together. Yeah, I think Sunny. Oh, was, the was first it person. Sunny? Yeah. Sunny. We did the the trick on. Yeah. Uh, not really. <laughs> oh. Remember it was so yeah. Sunny, Sunny, was, we were we were at. Oh. The uh, right. Sunny and Sun, but didn't Sun know about you first? Suddenly, yeah, I told suddenly, yeah, because yeah. suddenly's for some reason I always go to suddenly for guidance on at least conceiving. Suddenly, yeah. suddenly and Sally. Yeah. Um. So they had they had two kids. So yeah. 
So I think I kept, yeah, I told him first on text or something, and then, yeah, we told Sunny, Sunny, Sunny and Sun together. Sunny and Sun. Oh, Sunny. Yeah, didn't yeah know remember? About you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Sunny was like, uh, I was tricking him too because I told him, and I was like, wait, but that's not it. I have an extra surprise for you, and he didn't, <laughs> he didn't even know at all. Because uh, you guys were the no dark idea. horse. Everybody knew we were trying for sure. Because I've been trying. We were trying with. Frank and Panda. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, at that time. Yeah, at that time, oh. too. And then, Cause... but then, like, you guys were like, that's why I was really excited for yeah. you guys to, like, start telling people. Yeah, we were, we were, like, kind of glad because, too, like, they knew everyone went, to, they knew he went to Costa Rica. So it's like, there's no way. Yeah, that was the and thing. We, we got really lucky with, like, just hitting it right before the mark. Right. Yeah, because there's a few, few of our friends that want to have kids, and then, like, Costa Rica happened, and, I remember like furiously putting on like bug spray and everyone everyone was being really uh, protective about that but yeah so I think because we went to Costa Rica everyone thought like there's no way, there's no way yeah. Right. yeah 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 well, so that's fun right we three-way people right oh yeah Who do we oh call man first? I don't want to describe this that <laughs> I who, think, who did we I call? Think, oh, we called Garrett John. Ellen because okay, so Garrett. Okay, we let's talk about that one because that was fun. Wait, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Gary and Evelyn. We we. Uh... But I thought it was Johnny and Julie because their wedding, right? No, oh. it was, no, 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 no. It was Gary, Gary and Evelyn, Evelyn first. first. But what what was the? I thought it had something to do with Johnny's wedding. Like we didn't. Yeah, we we. Oh, we people were, in the wedding, right? Yeah, because because. Because you you guys were doing something, you were doing the art piece, and you tricked them by saying like it's emergency. We need Evelyn' opinion on the bridesmaid's dress. So then yeah. Gary, Gary was on the computer like playing video games already. Evelyn was sleeping because it's a work night. And she's pregnant. And she's pregnant. Yeah. yeah, she was pregnant with Jocelyn. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And then so we're like, yeah, let's just call Gary and Evelyn. And then and then we're like, oh, what are we gonna do? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna double FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> you were painting, so then we called Gary and. Then, FaceTime, you FaceTime Gary and Gary picked up right away. Hey, what's up, man? And then, wait, wait, wait. He picked up right away? He picked up right away. Oh, okay. Which was kind of cool. <laughs> and then and then we're like, get Evelyn up. We need his, her opinion. And he's like, she's sleeping. I don't think I don't think we should bother her. And then like Oh yeah. And then okay. and then we're like, no, this is an emergency. We need her up right now. Yeah. And then like Gary like, hey Eve, uh BB. Uh, Alice on phone has an emergency. She's like, what? Or something like that. She's like, the dress is right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made up like we had to like match the painting to the uh, bridesmaid's dress. So then remember Gary was like getting the dresses out of the closet. <laughs> he was like, these dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then I fake FaceTime you guys. And then like, oh wait, Fred's FaceTiming me right now. And then oh, yeah. you, showed, you showed my phone on the FaceTime with Gary and Evelyn. Yeah. And then, and then and they then, saw you through your then, phone. Yeah, then yeah. I was like, I got, oh, Gary's on the phone? Oh, I might as well tell you guys. Well, I just want to let you guys know, we're pregnant. Like, oh, I'm so happy for you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then yeah. you guys bust in with the... So then everyone was celebrating for you, and then we were like, yeah, oh my gosh. Oh, and then we asked you guys due date. Oh, due yeah, date. That's, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where it all... Then we did that for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really. And then we were like, <laughs> I remember every every time we did that, we like make sure it was silent. And then we like, wait, but when's your due date? <laughs> and then you guys would say it, and then we would say ours. Yeah, it was kind of funny. The wedding was like groups of it too, which was really fun. That was cool. <laughs> Gathering the groups together. All right, so then, so um, let's just move on. I mean, if, so so baby's coming now. You guys have a boy. We have a girl coming. 
They're uh, gonna get married. Arranged marriage. Joe, wait, Joe doesn't seem into that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out at the end of this podcast. We'll let the we'll let the viewers vote. What <laughs> what kind of world do you guys want to like bring your child in? Like, what kind of world do you want to create? Like, obviously they're gonna be in your home, but then like as far as like, I know you're going like Alex. You've recently changed a lot as a person. You've become you're you're a vegan now, and I want to talk to you about that on a separate podcast. But then you're also really into like um, just. U.S. history, specifically uh, Native American history, and just getting educated in that realm. Like, what what do you guys want to bring for your kid? Like, what kind of world do you guys want your kid to live in? Or, or yeah, have you guys even thought about that? That's fine too. If you guys haven't, you can answer. That. Oh, you don't want to answer? Well, I mean, you're a vegan. I know Alex is just gonna. Do it. I just want a woke ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like the idea. So you'll understand this, and all the people that like comics and like pop culture. I like the characters of like Mace Windu, and and Wolverine because they're like incredibly strong and powerful, but they're good. They're always good. So I like the idea, and they all and they'll and they'll do bad things for good reasons, and so I like the idea of. And, and, and they're also extremely powerful. And usually in like um, fiction or whatever, you don't find, you find like a hero, but they're going obviously on, like, on the hero's journey. So they're like a little weaker than like the bad guys, but they're so powerful and they always do, they do whatever they can to do the right thing. And so I think like, especially since we're having a boy to like teach, teach him that like, even if he is quote unquote like more powerful or like stronger or more able-bodied than the next person to still always be good or like not abuse your power Mm -hmm. um and just that concept of like no matter and i'm not saying they're gonna be like powerful or like better than other people but like you know just no matter what always doing good or like always doing the right thing and i think like for us growing up we both played sports and like i always liked it when when i came to high school and i was like i was really remember me i was really small still when i was in ninth grade and i remember like there were a couple like juniors and seniors that were like really good and like you remember skyline like really thug and really ghetto but they were really nice still like jace turner comes to mind like he was like hella popular like he made it to the like he got drafted by the majors but he was still really nice Mm -hmm. and like helped me so i think like that's really important and again especially for a boy so staying on track of being good yeah not knowing whether you're making the right or wrong decisions but always have that moral compass yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah. um and then just like yeah help helping when you can right um because yeah it's like i just that's one thing i kind of hate like when people are like a little bigger or like a little more powerful and they just yeah it's like yeah yeah you remember you remember advanced sports so it was kind of rough sometimes (laughs) yeah i think back on on a lot of the bullies like or like just people causing trouble in school and it's like but i I realized that i mean they're they're getting that abuse at home and from yeah you know and that's their own environment yeah their environment that they grew up in so i can't can't really fault them in there. <laughs> we, we had this hell like we so you know I teach and then we had these uh, uh, assemblies all the time yeah. and then one of the assemblies was like about bullying and we had this like really like woke guy like really good presenter and he had this this line he kept saying to the students like high school? no this was at my where I teach oh this was like last month yeah. and then but he was really good and he kept saying 
he's like, yo, like, and he was like, heck of like trying to get through to them, and he was, and it was like in front of the whole school, and he's like, hurt people, hurt people, and then he kept saying that in his thing, and it's like, oh, that's hella true. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, hurt people, hurt people. No, 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 you guys don't get it yet. Hurt people, hurt people. And I was like, whoa, that's true. And then he was exactly what you said, talking about how like, they're bullied or have like really terrible situations. Yeah. So it's kind of what they know and then yeah, they do like, that to others. It's like what they model after because that's all, yeah, it's all they know. So they're going to do what they know. Yeah. It's sad. What but that's what I want. What do you want? Yeah, what do you want? What uh, do you want for little stoops? What do you know? That's like you? a, I don't, you know, I don't, I know what I don't want and I know that I don't want the child to be in a I want the child to be able to explore and like do what they want to do like you know that freedom where it's like you get to kind of discover the way that it like he, he wants like just you know be exposed to everything and anything they want to be and I don't want it to be like a sh- I don't want him to be like a sheltered kid Right. Um, so I want him to just be exposed to everyone, like you guys, and just noise and people, and just kind of be very like aware of I don't know its own surroundings and. But you want to provide a, guidance too, right? Like, oh yeah. yeah, I mean I I I agree with Alex in that um, he should be in the right environment, and obviously you always want your kid to be like in the right mindset and like intentionally do the right thing and have the right reasons to do the right thing so i think that's every parent's worry right that like your child's going to do something that like you don't, I don't you know you guys, that's just I like i don't think you guys necessarily have to worry about that i mean because you guys are like good models already anyway about that like yeah what they see are is what they're going to do so yeah um, well yeah back to the that question that i think you said environment you want right like what environment what, what do you kind want? Of world do you want to uh, I think Charlene has strong feelings about that, right? Like about home and like, I know I don't want to start talking about bad things, but like you feel a certain way about like domestic violence and abuse and like having a good relationship oh, for the kid to see. Like I know you have strong feelings about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, just like somewhere where like he can feel safe, and you know that we'll be there for him for things, and. Yeah, definitely like not vi- like a violent environment at all. Or anything remotely close to that. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Just always being good model for him to see in terms of like yeah. our interactions. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, where it's hard because you like, you know, two people live together. You're married. You, al- you already have to like figure out each other, which is already hard. But then when there's like a baby in the mix, like how do you keep your calm and keep your cool and yeah. respect each other? so that the baby can know that that's the right thing to do. One of, one of the things I learned from uh, like an acquaintance of mine at work where was like, he was like, yeah, because I was telling him how I was expecting and he said, it's, yes, it's, it's about the baby. Yes, it's about the baby when they're born, but it's more about you two, like your relationship with your wife and uh-huh. like how you treat each other because the baby's gonna do what you guys gonna do and they're gonna see how a man treats a woman and a woman treats a man in the way you guys want to treat each other. So it's actually more about you and your partner than than the kid, even though it is about the kid. Yeah. So that, so that just kind of um, refocuses. It's like, it doesn't matter how much love you give the kid, if, if you don't, if, if, if the relationship's like, 
positive they're gonna act upon that too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great. That's like really good advice because I do think like people get so caught up in like trying to oh, take care of the cool. child. Day, yeah. yeah, and then it's like your communication with each other is just like gets more abrupt or more blunt and just more like angry. Well, also you're like, like we were talking about earlier, deprived of like sleep and you're tired and yeah. you're trying to juggle another, like you're trying to juggle your job too and all that stuff. And so that's a great piece of advice. It's like, yeah. we should really it keeps it respect too. each other. Yeah, yeah. That's all they see. What are your fears? <laughs> what are your fears of when you guys talk up when you guys are, or even through the fears in labor, or fears when you're raising a kid, or like later on, anything? Or if you guys don't have it, that's fine too. Oh, I have a ton. I'm just you There's can so you can talk. There's so many fears. I'm like Charlie. I don't even <laughs> I don't know. What is yeah. your fears? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you. My fear is um, drug. Like. Drugs. Drugs. Drugs like, culture. Yeah. And I think it's um, American, like, teenagers. Like, mm-hmm. it's, the, the environment that they live in is pretty much like adult world. And there are just, like, so much. Um, Pop culture reference or pop culture influence. Yeah, and it's like um, even though they're at school, but they're they're pretty much like living um, un- unprotected. I would say it's like the drugs are like so easily to get. Um, yeah. Or their violence or like bully everywhere, and it's just so hard for kids to to to. To survive before their self-confidence is developed, so they don't still know how to deal with it, uh, like adults. But they already have to be exposed to that environment. And I think one of the things that make me fear most is drug, because a lot of things you can say no very easily, but sometimes, but for drug, once you get addicted, you're just even though you want to get out of it, it's like it's not. It's not um, just as easy as others think. You can just say no. I would say that, but, but I don't know. So no, that's no, no, that's great. But yeah. the one thing I really respected about you when I first met you and started dating you was, like, you were you were who you were. Like, I remember that, like I was so easily like peer pressure friends and like and like people at the party and like mm-hmm. just take the shot and like come on. <laughs> and then like you would just went good, and I was just like. Oh, you know what? I like took a step back. It was like that's the first person that really, really rejected me, and it was just like, I'm not gonna do it because I am the person I am, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think they're gonna. I think Ella's gonna pick that up with you, and and hopefully we'll 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 guide her towards that direction where she's gonna make the right decisions and mm-hmm. some of that stuff. Yeah, I think also like you guys like going back to like the foundational part of it. Like you guys are like good people. You guys are like you know. You guys are never ill-intentioned, and I think whatever environment she grows up in, it's gonna be like that's gonna carry through to her, mm-hmm. you know. And then when when she does, when she does, or if she does get exposed to drugs, like she's gonna always have that foundation. 
So it's like hoping that she's in that right environment from the get-go that I think will bring her into, mm -hmm. you know, the right stuff later, which is why like for me, I guess my fear is like similar to you, like obviously like when they're like teenagers, it's like who knows what the hell is going to, like what they're gonna do, you know? I remember hanging out with like, in middle school friends like they stole and yeah. I was just like I liked them they're my friends but I didn't steal but I was with them yeah. and I was like almost got arrested and stuff like that and but I never stole yeah. you know and I think it's important like my fear is that we don't start the kid off right in in the right foot yeah. like get, showing them the wrong example from the beginning is my like something that I know I don't want to regret. Yeah, and, and, and I think to your point is that trust into the foundation that you bestow upon your kids. Like, yeah, you you start that. And I think they're not going to venture too far from. Yeah, way. it's definitely got to be in place though. Like you brought Joe, you brought up like when they're teenagers. It's it's so obvious to me at school. Like the parent, the kids who have parents that it's like. Again, I'm not judging them, but it's like, you know, they don't have a great foundation at home. And like, so of, of maybe like 10 eighth graders and the ones that are like really mature and really like confident and like, quote unquote, like good and they got it together, like they have a very good foundation because like, we meet their parents or like, or, or yeah, back to school night or whatever, or like we just kind of talk to them and get to kind of know their home, what, what are home the dynamics. That they, they all have in common, like all the parents with their kids in that relationship. You know, unfortunately for like single parents, it's hard. Like there's some single, a lot of like single moms, and it's just that the nature of being a single parent is like really hard. So like, it's usually both sets of um, parents are there what appears to be a happy marriage and then like extracurricular activities and then also siblings typically like kids with siblings like m multiple siblings are so siblings extracurricular activities because they're maybe yeah. what, what, why is that because they're getting socialized or? i think so yeah um or just having something to do there's a like there's a lot of students at at our school just like they just don't have anything to do so like they're on their phones all day or like yeah you see them kind of like walking around the school and it's like 5 p.m. like and I just kind of and I kind of know some of them and that the one thing I really like about being a teacher is kind of we just talked about like you can kind of like joke with them and troll them but then they don't really know you're joking <laughs> with them because you're like an adult you know yeah, yeah. and just kind of bust in their balls like oh why aren't you home now and blah blah and then some of them are just like oh I, I don't have they're just not getting picked up yet like they just don't have anything to do right, right. Um, they just haven't been cared for at home yeah, but then it's it's more than that. I think it's what you guys are all saying. Like they're an established, like um, good upbringing from the moment they're born. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just I'm just saying, at school, parents have no control what happens. Right. And then as they get older and older, with more and more teachers, and of a in a setting where there's more and more kids. The elementary school there's 30 kids, and then in middle school there's like they're now in multiple classes so there's like a thousand kids at the school then high school there's like two or three thousand sometimes yeah and you really need good adults in your life at school to kind of help guide the students and if you don't have that then you need like a good group of friends and so like all those things are like they're out of your control of the parents at that point because they're they're older so i think yeah like when they're born and young it's like really good to have That's the time those good those. dynamics yeah and like start a good relationship with them you know 
Yeah, I think I, I, I guess a fear is too that like I won't, you know, I want a good relationship and one of my fears is like, what if we clash or, you know, I think it's like literally being woke about it. Like you, like you have to be so aware of yourself to change for your child too, because then you want a good, you have to know you want a good relationship with your kid. Cause then I feel like too, like, you know, if you don't have a good relationship with your kid, the kid just backlashes out and will try and experiment all the stuff. And you have to be really like honest with them. And like, just like, if like when, when our kids are old enough to drink or near the age of, like, I want to like be the first one to give them alcohol because I don't want you trying all the alcohol like, with your friends. Cause you're going to, it's, you don't know what you're doing. So I'll give you your first shot. You know, <laughs> there's or something yeah. like what like, do you think you know. is the first shot, let alone that, <laughs> yeah, right, little bomb guy. I know, like, right? Oh, mom, come on. yeah, he likes that. But what, like, what Joanne and you guys are all saying that, like, you guys are thinking the teenage years. I, I'm just saying because I see it every day. There's, there's literally you think of like a, a decision, and then that sprouts in two ways, and there's multiple decisions. Yeah. That. There's so many things outside of our control as parents at school, and when we don't see them, that I think part of having a good relationship is understanding that they're gonna be so, so many things out of your control. Yeah. And then so giving them just those foundational skills to make good decisions without you, yeah, or to I feel get- comfortable to tell you those things that they do without you to come to you and have that relationship. I agree. I think it's important, but there's going to be so many things that we're not yeah. going to be able to I mean, I'm, that was an example to yeah. give him alcohol first, but... You just, just want having, to drink with our little kid, huh? Just having, <laughs> just having like a good relationship so they're honest with you first and like not making them yeah. feel shitty about like making a mistake. But you have a great relationship you know, with your like parents, that. so I think you ha- you're, you're yeah, kind of Yeah, but that, good came, that, a lo- that came from a long way and I was the first child and it came from a lot of Stella and Derek fucking up and being bad. <laughs> yeah, like Stella and Derek. I was bad, but I hit it and I was still very like responsible yeah. about it afterwards because I was the first one. But then Stella and Derek just like did way. stuff and, and then when they did stuff, it was like, oh, my parents just couldn't do anything. And then I think that's when they like lightened up and were like, these kids are fine. I think, I think you gotta give um, like respect to your 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 kids to like open that conduit of like yeah. communication like you can't ever like my whole my whole upbringing it was like shut down like you don't know anything you like yeah kind of thing. And that, yeah. that's really disrespectful that's why i grew up like I, it took me a while to start voicing my opinion on things yeah. having open line communication like in a work environment and stuff like that that kind of hindered me but then if you have that in the beginning where it's like what do you feel like what, what and you actually care like I, I was offended because you wouldn't let me have the blue pen it's like all right you can't have the blue pen because that was that's Al, Uncle Alex's blue pen and yeah. he has to go home. Mm-hmm. It's like you just gotta have that explanation. Like, no, you can't have the blue pen. And then it's like go to your room. And it's like yeah. that just disconnects everything. Yeah. If you keep that open, I think you'll you'll have that communication conduit with your child. You know. Yeah. There's a, a thought of like discipline if if you do. I think it's called if you do discipline to. You don't want to discipline to the kid, and then you so that's like super extreme. Um, I, can, I never get authoritarian and authoritative. Uh, I always get them mixed up. But one of the, you know, the like the harsh one, yeah. whatever it is. So when you do discipline to the kid, you're doing what your example said. And then if you're doing discipline for the kid, you're basically that's too lenient because you're saying 
um, you're letting them get away with things. So your discipline, you want to do discipline with the kid. So don't do it to, don't do it for, but then do it with them. So like really get to their level and like have a discussion like you just said, mm -hmm. and then figure out a solution and then like explain it to them. And that takes so much it. patience. Yeah, because yeah, so two is just like yelling at them. That's like and the then, easy um, way out. I forget what the example is for four. Yeah, it's just like when you're being passive about it. What's your fears? What did I say? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was like sickness and um, like health of getting hurt or something. Hurt and health, yeah. yeah. Hurt and health was mine, I think. Or oh, oh, abuse or assault. Mm. Uh, oh, because she's a girl. Yeah, assault. Yeah. So then, and then, um, and then I correlated with. Uh, you know, her fear is about drugs and drug culture here, and it's really open. And, uh, although our, our drug drug um, under, our, our views on drugs are a little different, but then, um, I mean, I, I still agree that with Joanne on, on drug use, but it's, it's definitely correlated. I mean, if you're in the, don't put yourself in that environment. And, yeah. Um, and hurt and stuff, so. Um, How do you guys think you're gonna deal with that, to prep her for that? I mean, because we have to eventually too. I, I think organically it's going to happen. Just going back to like how we interact with each other, that and we um, start that foundation on like just what's right and wrong, and how to communicate, and like let's talk about this. I mean, you know, let's talk about these social settings. You know, I remember going to my parents like about some social settings, like they don't know. Jesus, it's like racism and all that stuff that yeah. going through in high school. It's just they don't know the dynamics on the football field and like the soccer field. And it's just like. Life is just the way it is. You know? I don't know. Anyways, but yeah. So, so just open up that conversation, and I think it's going to be better, like world for our kids. Like it's all the students are are. I think their peers are going to be a little bit more woke, you know. <laughs> and um, there's a lot more acceptance from when we were students. But yeah. I teach at a pretty chill school. But along the lines of like a girl. So you guys know I did counseling for a little bit too, and like. It's just the statistics of like how, just how, not, it's not common, but it's like one in every four, or one in every five yeah. girls is like physically abused. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, that's a, that's a, it's, it's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you have a girl, yeah. like that's what a lot of my colleagues tell me and all my close colleagues like talk about that too. Yeah. Um, just like it's like like fam like you know an uncle or f it's because it's usually happens by someone you know or someone the girl knows um but just like for example i have a coworker who has a son and a, and a daughter and the son went to college and the daughter is going to college and just you know i was saying oh it's great and i was telling her about my college experience because she's an immigrant and so her daughter is american citizen but she's not and just talking about american colleges and but then she gets it she's like yeah but it's it's very different when you're when you have a girl mm -hmm. so he's talking about how they they helped her move into the dorms and like kind of talking about like safety because you know you're a girl and for me i'm a guy like never even thought of that you know but it's just yeah there's the, the statistic is like one every four one every five is just like groped or, or a long, not a long, but a multiple events of like yeah. physical abuse and yeah, it's kind of sad. Yeah. Well, well, we'll figure that out. I mean, I think through martial arts, um, <laughs> well, it should be better prepared for some situations. Uh, but, 
But let's move on from that. We got like about 15 minutes left. <laughs> that was fast. That was fast. Um, who, do you get, who do you guys think is going to come out first? You guys have the same due date. Uh-huh. There's, no, there's no science behind this, but, but what, what, what do you guys think? I know. every. I hear so many different things. People are like, oh, your first one, it comes out late. And then I've heard like, no, it's like my first was early. And I'm like, well, I don't know then. I really don't know. I mean, oh, what do you think? Uh, I think you guys are for sure gonna uh, deliver first. Why? <laughs> um, just cause Joanne's a little bit more, a little bit more compact, maybe I would say. <laughs> uh, her house is getting small. Um, and then like, She's think, not working on her diaphragm, by think, the way. She needs to start, she needs to start doing squats. <laughs> oh, there. we gotta do some squats right now. Uh, and then oh. kind of along the lines of just our dual pregnancies, like you guys announced it first. Um, <laughs> you guys seemed to kind of know more things than we did at first. Mm-hmm. You guys had your baby shower before us. <laughs> then, That's definitely why. I don't know, just all these things like, yeah, they're doing everything first, so they're gonna for sure go deliver first. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you think it's gonna be first, or who, who do you think is gonna be first? I don't know, but yeah, that makes sense. What happens if if we go out to labor in the same day? Wouldn't that be cool? We should we should for sure Facetime. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, get Fred and join with the fucking phone. Every <laughs> <laughs> time we were in the same labor, although that, that would never happen. That would be, cool. that would be crazy. That would be <laughs> pretty, fun. Very, pretty funny. Uh, what else? Who do you think? Who thinks gonna have a bigger head? You've seen my oh, nephew's head. Oh yeah. But you see, you got pretty Alex impressive. Right yeah. I think you guys can have bigger. I know, head. No, but I feel like my baby's. I feel like this baby's. Yeah, my head is small. But then it's like, okay, does the baby get a big head or a small head or in between? Like, what does that mean? So your know. ultrasound was was sixty five percent head and. Was it? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Was he? He I was, think huh? So. It, wasn't one of them. it was pretty big. Well, no, I asked her and she was like, oh, it's like 50, what did she say? 58 percentile? Mm-hmm. Which is normal. But that was a 20 week scan, yeah. so who knows? I wanted to ask you guys, or oh, do you have a few more questions? No, no. I, I wanted to ask you, like, because I, I still feel like I'm just having a baby. I really don't feel like, well, until you answer or ask that first question about like what do you want your your son to come into the world or whatever and then so i thought of like a boy i don't feel we're having a boy i just feel we're having a baby mm-hmm. so i kind of feel that same way yeah so i'm like i think because you're very you like like um what what's the word like you like it when girls are like more boy and then yeah. i i'm kind of like open to anything too and so i i don't know do you guys feel like you're having a girl like preparing like I don't know what that means, but I just feel like we're like, oh, we're having a baby, but I don't really know. Um, um, I just feel like we're having a baby, mm. and it doesn't matter. He's, he's a girl boy. We're we gonna treat, treat him the same, treat her the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Um, she, we're gonna take her to martial art, and we're gonna um, play music with her. Yeah. It's too, it's, nowadays, it's the the line between yeah. sex is not that obvious anymore. So, it, 
it doesn't really need to have any pre Prerequisite? Prerequisite? Like, you don't have to set anything in advance, like your expectation or anything in advance. Yeah. So, what do you think? Yeah, I don't don't, don't really think about that, actually. Yeah, you're right. You're kind of right. And now that you mention it, we're just having a baby. I mean, it's a girl, but. Maybe later, like when. Yeah. We'll what? What? All that that deep stuff we were just talking about, the like when you. Stuff. We'll but see now it's society put imposes on because yeah. there's probably less pressure now. But then even I can tell Joanne's checking herself out right now in the mirror right now. Like she's she's <laughs> she's got very female tendencies and like. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. I kind of felt that same way. I was just like, well, I felt. Remember, I told you that like couple weeks ago I was like I had a dream like it was actually a girl like I just I just like feel like it's just something is living inside of me and I don't even think of him as a him like I just it feel like I feel like it's just like you know you just want want it to be healthy mm-hmm. you know and like okay but otherwise then that like the gender doesn't matter mm-hmm. all right so we, we have a month in the Specifically, what's today? The second month and 18 days left. All of December. Yeah, month yeah. 16 days left until the official Tuesday. So we gotta just get going right after this podcast and go build the crib. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's um, yeah, so ever since the announcement, three after the first trimester, it's been really great experiencing this pregnancy. I feel like it blew by very fast. Yeah. Especially with you guys. Super. And I've known, I spoke with like other people that they think that pregnancy is so long, but with us, it just looked like, it just felt like it was way past. Why is that? I think we've just been having a lot of fun with it together, and and both of us have, I don't think you two have morning sickness or have a difficult pregnancy, so we've just kind of been enjoying it. Yeah. And we have good support uh, friends to enjoy it with, and so it just flew by fast. So, but I just want to let you guys know I love you guys, and and that it's been great uh, experiencing it with you guys. And we'll Likewise. See, we'll we'll, we'll do another too. one after the uh, podcast, uh, after the babies are born. We'll do another <laughs> podcast when the babies are born. With, with the babies <laughs> with crying. The babies? With the babies <laughs> crying. Oh, well, that'll be fun. We'll see. we'll see how that goes. Let's just throw them both in a crib. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it during nap time or something. Hopefully we'll have an hour to spare. Mm. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. It's been awesome experience the whole experiencing this whole thing for the first time together, all four of us. Yeah. It's good to compare. Likewise. <laughs> yeah, man. You guys just got all the right things to say. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody.